Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with John Bartman, the co-founder and head of Jameson Legal Tech, a legal tech consortium and recruiting company focused on legal tech. Hi, John. How are you doing? Hi, Ari. Very good. How are you? I'm great, and I'm looking forward to this conversation. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Jameson Legal Tech. I started working with legal firms about 10, 15 years ago. I floated a company here in the UK. And during that process, lots of different legal advice. And my entry point into legal was through that process, because I felt that there was this kind of really unfair thing that lawyers have to do. They have to be, number one, amazing lawyers, like the best lawyers out there. That's what they're being paid for, and that's what they're being judged on. However, a lawyer had so many other parts to their job. So they had to be really good salespeople. They had to be really good marketing people and new business people. And now, more recently, they have to be really good tech people as well which is a little bit unfair because not many other industries have that. So I started looking into this idea of how do you help lawyers? Um, started on the sales and marketing side, which was something that was strong in my makeup and now has moved into tech. So how we get to the tech side oh. is really interesting as well. So we were approached about three years ago by a piece of legal tech software. And they said, hey, look, we want to be bigger than we are. And you are working as a recruitment company. And this is through my introduction with the CEO and founder of Jameson Legal, who's called Jeremy Small. And they said, look, Jeremy, you've got all of these contacts on your database. You're speaking to all of the right lawyers. Why don't you introduce us and see how it goes? And he called me up. We've been talking to each other for many years. And he said, this is an interesting idea. I don't know too much about legal tech. This is three years ago. I said, I don't know much about legal tech either at that stage. However, I knew a lot of lawyers based here in the UK and, and further afield. And we decided that we would give this a go, a little test. So we have this piece of, of software and we're going to introduce it to the people that we know. We made about 30 different meetings, demos, we would sit in on the demo. So we'd say to the lawyer, got this great legal tech solution. You're going to love it. It's great. We set up a demo. We'd sit in on the demo. And after an hour long or 45 minute demo, we'd call our, our client back, who was the law firm at that stage and say, well, you know, what do you think? And we got the same response every time from this, which was actually, it's a great system, but it's not for us. And the reason is, it's too big, it's too small, it does this, it does that, it doesn't do this, and it's just not for us right now. However, this is where, where the, the actual start of, of Jameson Legal Tech came in, because they said at the end of the conversation, look, we're getting bombarded at the moment by so many legal tech solutions. I, it's, it's leading to a bit of a lethargy. We're not even answering emails. It could be the greatest solution in the world, but it's being crowded out by loads of others. So they said, look, you understand our business. You know how we work. 
if you find something that you think fits in our framework that is going to be interesting, my door is always open. So we then spent probably the next eight months studying the legal tech market, looking at it, really trying to understand it, staying away from big implementations, not necessarily practice management or document management, which are being very well served and they're big implementations, but looking at solutions that are going to make a difference to a lawyer. When we would take a demo, I took about 200 plus demos because it's really important to see them. It's then finding what is the right fit because we can't have competing products when we're pushing. We're not independent consultants that way. We are favoring certain types of technology and we are saying we think that this is the best in that particular category. And then introducing it in the same way that we did at the very beginning, we would set up demos, we sit in on the demos, we make sure that we then push it as fast as we can through that. Now, after about six months, we used our recruitment expertise and Jeremy especially has 12 years experience, 40 recruitment consultants worldwide, understood the legal tech industry was perhaps not being serviced as well on the recruitment side. So we started Jameson Legal Tech recruitment as well. So that is now recruiting into law firms, and that's non-lawyer jobs within law firms, into in-house teams with project managers, et cetera. It's an implementation partner with Thomson Reuters, which is going great. And it's working with many legal tech solutions to find sales execs, project managers, sales directors, you name it, that's what we're doing. So that's kind of us. That's everything that we're doing. It's busy. It's great. But we keep moving forward. I find it so funny that you talked about you and Jeremy uh, several years ago, thinking about legal tech and learning about it, because I've been writing, I always joke that I've been writing about legal tech since the late 90s, and it only recently became particularly interesting to folks here around the world, and I love it, but it just it just always makes me laugh that I've been immersed in this space for so many, you know, several decades yeah, here. No, and... I'm sure you look at people who are newer to the industry and think, oh my God, this is what I was saying 15 years ago and you're only picking up on it now. But at the time, I'm sure you hit so many brick walls, which is such a shame because adoption is the most important thing to pushing things forward. Yeah, it's not even brick walls. Like I feel like my lucky work has always been spotlighting interesting individuals and teams and technologies and people are receptive to those stories. So I'm happy to tell them. So what do you find the challenges are in terms of matching talented professionals and technology with companies that gain the most value from that combination? The difficulty is that it's a wash with thousands of companies. Someone said to me, there are over 5,000 legal tech solutions. And of course, you're adding in lots of other solutions. I think the difficulty has always been two things. Number one, it's finding the right fit within the firm. So making sure that the tech has a really good fit. And when I say a good fit, that doesn't mean that they've got something that isn't working. It's something that is the process isn't working. And this tech and the solution is going to make things just much easier. The second thing is lawyers are so busy. I was talking to someone only the other day and talking about the magic circle law firms or the really big law firms that have really adopted this in a big way have huge teams just working on innovation, knowledge management, all of these departments that probably when you started didn't even exist. 
you had to go right in at the beginning and talk to a managing partner and say, this is where you need to be. And now you've got these enormous innovation teams, which is fantastic. It's great. And it's great for the super successful. However, legal tech and certainly the solutions that we work with and that we see should be available to everyone. And the biggest problem there is that it's time constraints. It's not necessarily budgets. Budgets are are fine. It's time constraints on you need to test. You need to find the right person to or people, group of people to kind of work and to see whether it works. And they're the hardest bits to do, which is, okay, I get it. It works, but I'm super busy. So they're the two things that I think was the biggest pain point. What types of skills are legal technology companies now looking to add to their talent stack? And then how can candidates make themselves more marketable by showcasing them? That's a really interesting one because it's moved on from even when we started the recruitment side, which is a little bit longer, a year and a half ago. And back then it was, I want the really hungry salesperson. I've got to get the guy that sold SaaS before. He's there and he's ambitious and he's just sell, sell, sell. And it's kind of moved a little bit further into that. that They must be a bit more all round. It's got to be a marketing job. This market is huge, but it's also being very well serviced by loads of people. So you need to be clever in your outreach. It's You can't send out 300 emails in a day and see what sticks. So what we're finding is that there are a lot of people that are looking for people that have already been in the legal framework instead of being in the software side. So certainly when we started a year and a half ago, it was, I really want to find people that have sold software. I don't care what, but they've sold software before. Now it's moving a little bit more towards, let's try and find some people that have actually been in the legal framework. They understand how lawyers tick. They understand how that whole process is going to work. And that works its way up when you become a bigger solution. We're finding that there are two demos. The first demo is done, an introduction call, which is done by a salesperson. It's quite salesy. They're fact-finding. They're seeing whether the mix is there. The second demo, however, brings in a lawyer who's kind of authoritative and says, look, I understand this because I am this. And that makes a real difference on the sales process. doesn't necessarily have to be that way, by the way. We're working with many solutions right now where it's straightforward. This is the owner of the business, and I understand what, what you're going through. But certainly that's what we're seeing, which is it's moving away from what I would call hard sales and into someone that has that ability, but also has the ability to think outside the box of how do I approach the right people. Which sectors are growing most rapidly in the current market? In terms of who we're working with, CLM, on the tech side, CLMs are still everything because in-house teams are still way behind in terms of the technology that the legal team has. Obviously, with a very legal product, that's kind of difficult because in-house teams typically two to 10 lawyers, and therefore... They're not doing too much complex drafting. They're passing that on. So drafting tools sometimes kind of get a little bit missed out there. But certainly for in-house team CLMs, anything contract lifecycle is enormous and needed and great. By the way, we're working with Link Squares for the last 18 months. They're fantastic. 
and they offer something that truly enlightens the in-house team. On the law firm side, I think it's always interesting on the drafting side where they're living day to day. We've just started work with Spellbook, which is by Rally, which is using GPT-3 technology. And that's really exciting. That is, how do I draft something? And I could, all I have to do is type something in. It's unbelievable. But again, there are so many innovations going on just on that drafting side. Henchmen are doing wonderful things with looking into your iManage and, and into various other workspaces that you, you work in to say, right, let's get all of the data that's on your system. It doesn't have to be in your head anymore. It's probably there on the system. Let's bring it out and let's work with it. So I think on the law firm side, getting that drafting side a little bit slicker on the in-house teams, it's still very much CLM and making sure that we know what's happening with the bits of paper that are floating around. So you mentioned GPT-3. How do you see the legal tech market evolving over the next year or so? We're working with Rally Spellbook and they're astonishing. And what they've done, they've been working with it for two, three years, by the way. So this isn't new for them. It's just new for everyone else. And it's kind of interesting because I saw something on LinkedIn recently that said, a lawyer, a machine isn't going to take over your job. AI isn't going to take over your job, but the person using AI is going to take over. That's the bit that needs to be sort of closed off, which is if I can use GPT-3 technology and it's accurate and it's good and it works for everyone, as long as it's in a framework that works for the lawyer, because ultimately it's the lawyer that's going to have to use the tool and the solution, as long as it works in such a way that's good for everyone, then that's going to take over the world. Of course it will. At the moment, we're still early days in that, but the technology is there good enough to be used. So I think GPT-3, but better AI and understanding what we already have around us is going to be the difference. And that doesn't mean in the internet. I'm talking about just in our building. And so if you're working in a massive law firm, you've got some unbelievable brains even if you're working in a small law firm, the chances of leaning over to someone and saying, tell me some information. However, with AI, having that information within your document management system, within your practice management system, it's there. And therefore, it's kind of exciting that if you can take all of that good stuff and then save yourself time, all you're going to be doing is increasing the number of hours that you can probably bill your client. And we're still working on a billable hour solution with many people. But even if it's project-based, it gives you more time. And that's what we're trying to do. I, my biggest thing when we're talking to law firms or in-house teams is I'm not giving you monetary benefit. I'm giving you time benefit. And the, the idea that you're going to save X amount of time crucial to your life. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with John Bartman, the co-founder and head of Jameson Legal Tech, a legal tech consortium and recruiting company focused on legal tech. John, thanks so very much. Thank you. See you in New York. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.